Ah, uh, yes. And so we meet again. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Postpark Broadcast. This is PPB EP3, Postpark Broadcast Episode 3. It rhymed. I saw, I typed out the name when I'm saving the file, and I thought that was cute. So here we are. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. Thank you f- for tuning in. I uh, hope wherever you're listening to this from, you are happy and healthy. And uh, yeah, once again, thank you for coming back. If you want to, uh, shameless plugs here if you want to keep up with what we do here at ppb um or really just listen to my rambles about some of the news you can follow us on on places like the twitter which is post park bcast that is post park bcast on twitter we also have uh instagram and, and tiktok that is post park broadcast at post park broadcast on instagram and tiktok those i think tiktok's a little bit more active than than the insta but you know how it be so yeah welcome back everyone i hope you enjoyed the last episode we actually have pretty decent news to cover this week i think i'm also going to be talking about a little bit of the 40th epcot's 40th of course uh i was there live on the scene and it was uh it was fun it was intense felt very intense but before i get into that let's let's dive into some of the news shall we so first up this one's kind of this one's hard it's not good news but it is certainly news it was announced that a figment film is in the works at disney now apparently seth rogan's point gray will produce the film uh there's no real other developments other than the fact that yes apparently figment is getting his own film uh now that i've delivered that news to you i will give you my opinion i think cinema is dead i think we should stop making movies entirely because of this this is a crime against humanity (laughs) Uh, obviously that is i'm just being over exaggerated i really detest figment i (laughs) i will obviously be the first in line for this movie um but for figment fans you guys are winning, I guess, because you got the meet and greet coming. That'll be cool, That whatever they do for that. Because, again, he, Josh Tomorrow kind of made it seem that it wasn't going to be your standard, like, costume face character. He made it sound like they were working on something bigger or something different. Um, so you're winning with that. Uh, you're getting a figment film with Seth, Gro- Seth Rogen's uh, production team producing the film. Now, whether he will be in it, you know, that still remains to be seen. But, uh, you know, for the Figment fans, I I hope that Seth Rogen is Figment. I hope that they cast him as the voice of Figment. Uh, (laughs) Here's my impression of Seth Rogen as Figment. (laughs) Silence of shame and we're back. Okay, maybe they'll put Chris Pratt. You never know. Um, So, yes, Figment is getting his own movie Figment stands rejoice, I guess. Now, on to the next thing. This is another piece of entertainment news that we have. Namor in Black Panther 2 will apparently be a mutant. Bum, bum, bum. This is very big news because, you know, mutants are still kind of out in the air in terms of uh, existence in the MCU. We, of course, have Professor X that came out in Multiverse of Madness, if you would consider him. I mean, obviously, right? You would consider him a, a mutant. Uh, Miss Marvel is poised to be a mutant 
this time around instead of an inhuman uh, a change from her comic book character but we'll, we'll see how that plays out maybe she'll be an inhuman in the end in miss mar uh no the marvels but yeah uh, apparently the actor who plays namor denok 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 huerta um apparently he confirmed that namor will be a mutant in black panther will kind of forever uh i don't think he was supposed to say that i don't know if he was supposed to be saying all that <laughs> and i'm sure he got kevin feige you know i'm sure kevin had the shooters out ready ready to go because this does not seem like a thing that he should have mentioned just yet but anyway it's on the open now and it's very exciting so, you know i don't think we'll be getting any x-men type stuff until after dynasty like kang dynasty and secret wars i think x-men are still way 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 ways down the line personally but it's still cool that they're sprinkling in mutants here and there within the mcu now you know we're heading in it is it is spooky it is spooky month right now uh but what comes after spooky month two months of christmas that's what i say because thanksgiving is just kind of there you know yeah you can yeah i get it but i would like to have personally two months of christmas or any holiday that you celebrate during december so two months of christmas come after october and starting November 25th, of course, is going to be Epcot's International Festival of the Holidays. So that's very exciting. But what comes with the Festival of the Holidays are, of course, the Candlelight Processionals. And with Candlelight Processionals, you get celebrities. Now, they've released the list of celebrities that will be doing the Candlelight the narrators, I'm sorry, that will be doing the Candlelight Processional this year. Uh, the first one I'm going to skip just because it's the one I'm excited. I would be interested to go see. Uh, but we have from November 27th to the 29th, Edward James Olmos, uh, 30, or I'll just read them. Raul Esparza, Esparza, Whoopi Goldberg, Isabella Rossellini, Damon John, Josh Gad, that's a new one, uh, Gloria Stefan, Neil Patrick Harris, Mariska Hargitay, Sorry, Cal Ripken Jr., Marie Osmond, Courtney Vance, and Angela Bassett will be the final narrator. That is the 1229 to 1230. Now, the first one that I skipped was 1125th through in the 26th will be Simu Liu of Kim's Convenience and, of course, our own Shang-Chi. Um, I mean, I'd be excited to go see that one. I don't necessarily know what they do for the Candlelight Processional. I know they sing, I think, and they read story and i'm not sure what it is i'm not sure what it is but i know that they read and that they're celebrities so i guess i'll be a good little christian boy and maybe i'll go see simu liu because that would be cool those are your narrators for the candlelight processional this year at festival of the holidays at epcot now of course epcot festivals are not complete without the food booths and of course we're going to have a bunch of them because, duh, we have, for the Festival of the Holidays, Holiday Kitchens have been officially announced. We are getting a new one this year, and it's going to be called the Noche Buena Cocina. And apparently, this new booth will be a plant-based holiday kitchen. That's going to be, that's interesting. Uh, it's Spanish, and I'm interested to see what they will be making there that is going to be plant-based. I'm going to speed run the, through the list of all the booths. There isn't, I don't think there's you know specific food items the food items are not announced yet i'm sure they will be soon we're we're approaching we're approaching the holidays very fast it's kind of scary but here we go 
American Holiday Table, American Adventure Pavilion, the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen in Germany, Chestnuts and Good Cheer Holiday Kitchen, your test track presented by Chevrolet, the Donut Box, which is also near test track, Holiday Hearth Desserts, the Odyssey Pavilion. That's nice. I always like when they use the Odyssey Pavilion. Great building. A lot of, see that right there? That's history right there. You understand? Um, they have holiday sweets and treats near port of entry. Lahayam Holiday Kitchen between Morocco and France Pavilion. That is, I, I'm fairly certain that's Lahayam. And I'm very sorry if that's not what that is. <laughs> I should probably do my research. I'm sorry. Uh, Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen in Mexico Pavilion. Le Marache de Noel Holiday Kitchen. <laughs> sorry, I did that Spanish. That's in France. Mele Calikimaca near Port of Entry. The Nochebuena Cocina, as we mentioned. Cocina. Um, Shanghai Holiday Kitchen in China. Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen in Japan. Tang. Girin Cafe, I'm sorry, Flavors of the Medina, Morocco Pavilion, Tuscany Holiday Kitchen, Italy, Yukon Holiday Kitchen in Canada. I'm very excited to have the full list of menu items because who doesn't love going around and enjoying some nice food at Epcot? It's like one of the best parts, especially of the festivals. Come on, let's 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 be real. But moving on from the holidays, I, I don't want to scare you guys too much. You know, like I don't want to remind you guys of how fast we're flying by through another year. <laughs> if you're like me, uh, trust me, you don't want to be reminded of that. But here we go. Let's pour one out, please, ladies and gentlemen, for Kite Tales at Animal Kingdom. It's officially gone. There are no more shows. The kites have flown away. They did, uh, you know, they put them on the, the jet skis and they flew them around and then they let them go. And they flew off into the earth, into back where they belong, into nature. And they're no longer here. <laughs> of course, that's not real. I'm just making a joke. But the show, the joke, they're, the, the show's gone for real. That's not the joke. <laughs> so pour one out if you went. I never went. I did not really feel enticed to go see Kite Tales. It was kind of, I don't know. I hate saying the word cheap, but... It just was like you got rid of that show, which I can't even remember. Like they had that show, then they cut some of the stuff from that, then they cut it completely, and then they put Kite Tales. So yeah, if you're sad, um, you know, sorry, but hope you got to see it while you still had the chance. Now we're jumping from holiday to holiday here. Now we're back into Halloween. Of course, due to Hurricane Ian passing through Florida. We had a couple of days where pretty much all of the parks were closed. And of course, Halloween Horror Nights is going on right now at Universal. Universal has gone ahead and announced that there are two new event dates that are going to be added to the event. Uh, the first one being Tuesday, October 11th and Monday, October 24th. Both of these dates will be available to you if you have the Frequent Fear Pass. Uh, so especially, you know, and, and if you have something higher than the Frequent Fear Pass, you will be able to go to these two dates. I'm pretty sure I will be going to Tuesdays. That'll be very fun. I've been a little bit thus far. I've only gone into two houses. I went into the weekend house, which I really enjoyed. I'm a big fan of the weekend's music. So it was kind of hard to, it was, it was hard to be scared because I'm just like singing the whole time, <laughs> especially in the line. They play some of his music, especially from uh, Don FM. And love Don FM. So just hearing that, like, it's, you know, all I'm wrapped up in is the music. But it was really good. Everything that I saw 
in the house was was good so far. Of course, the music's banging. Uh, it it was very fun. And then we we did another house that I can't remember what it is. Uh, it was one of the originals, but I can't remember which one. I remember it was fun though. So very excited to be going Tuesday. Hopefully, you know, two two new event dates. Come on, it's very fun, especially for an event like Halloween Horror Nights. Maybe I'll do. I don't know. I don't want to say I'll do it because you never know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's cool. Now let's jump one more time to a different holiday. I'm very sorry that uh, we're all over the place. We're all over the place today. Um, but here we go. Going back to the holidays, holidays at not Disney World, but holidays at Universal Orlando Resort will be starting November 12th through January 1st. I believe uh, I believe Fe- Festival of the Holidays will also be starting on November 12th. And if you let me stall for time really quick, I can scurry on over here to where I have all of this information. And I can tell you that Festival of the Holidays starts November 25th. I don't think I said that. So that's my that's my bad. I'm, I'm very sorry. I apologize. November 12th through January 1st at Universal Orlando Resort, we'll be celebrating the holidays. And of course, you will be able to get a character breakfast with the Grinch. The, 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 the Grinch. Um, and I, I'm not sure the festive fun of our special holiday tour or both. So I imagine that they're doing the play. I, I imagine they will be doing the play, but you will be able to do character, character dining with him at that restaurant that is there in, in Seuss Landing. But you know, a lot of the holiday stuff that they do, I believe the Christmas stuff at Harry Potter is some of my favorite they had i remember when they did it the first year and they had the uh people singing out there it was i remember it being so much fun like the songs that they came up for for that performance was very good and yes i'm seeing here that grinchmas will be a thing you will be able to go see the musical the hula day spectacular starring the grinch of course as well as universal's holiday parade featuring macy's uh you go see a little minion. I'm sure they have a minion float somewhere in there. Uh, but yes, one more, one more holiday thing, I promise. And I believe that would be it for, for the holiday stuff. But this one, I believe we knew about quite a ways out. I, or maybe I'm crazy, but Disney is confirming this was at New York Comic Con that we will be getting Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Holiday Remix coming to Epcot later this year. Uh, I'm reading a tweet from Scott Gustin at Scott Gustin on Twitter. He's very like keeps up to tabs with everything. Um, so thank you, Scott. Uh, this is going to be a holiday overlay that will feature a quote new song that will feature a mashup of seasonal jams. So it sounds like it doesn't sound like it'll be you know how in mission breakout i believe is the name of the attraction in california the guardians ride it's a if it's a different song every time and and even in cosmic rewind too you know you get a song a different song each time you get on it doesn't sound like that'll be the case it, apparently they are this is quote an all new unique 
mashup song, taking a lot of your favorite holiday songs we all know and love, we created a new song with it, and our Imagineers were able to do some custom lyrics for it. You're going to hear some fun stuff. This song will be the song you hear during the holiday season at Epcot. It's a lot of fun. We got to test it and play with it earlier this year. This is coming from Walt Disney Imagineering senior producer Wyatt Winter talking about the holiday remix. So reading that, it kind of sounds like it'll be the only song playing. Uh, I I imagine that the videos will be different, like the graphics that you see when you're flying by will also be different. So I guess that'll be cool. I'm very curious to hear this holiday mix. And I wonder, like, what, what do you guys think of it? Do you like that it's one song that seems like it's going to be playing constantly as opposed to random Christmas songs? You know, you get on and it's a different song each time. What do you think? I... I have to hear the mashup first before I'm like, you know, make my decision. I hope at least that we get the Wham song, which I'm blanking in it. And I know that I know the name of the song because it's so good. Last Christmas, of course, it's one of the best holiday songs. I gave you my heart. I'm not going to sing it. Copyright. And and trust me, you don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> uh, but as long as it's got a little clip from that, I, I'll i be fine. I will enjoy that quite a bit. And I hope it's a lengthy one. So that is going to be it for all of your holiday-related news. Now, we do have one more bit of news. This one is kind of interesting. So Lighthouse Immersive Studios presents Disney Animation Immersive Experience. Now, these people are... The people that are behind the traveling, what's his name from Doctor Who? <laughs> um, the Van Gogh experience. These are the guys that do the Van Gogh experience. I know there's like two. There's one that's this done by these people, by Lighthouse Immersive, and then there's another one. But yeah, the people who do that are going to be doing a uh, innovative celebration that takes you inside the greatest films of Walt Disney Animation Studios from their very earliest groundbreaking features to the beloved hits movies of today. They say, imagine stepping into the casita with Mirabelle from Encanto, being at Pride Rock as Rafiki presents Simba, surrounded by the animal kingdom as the sun rises. They even allude to hopping onto a train with Judy Hopps and Zootopia or taking a carpet ride with Aladdin and Jasmine. So much more. I'm sure there'll be... I'm sure there'll be art, there'll be visual, you know, it's like these, it's a room, big room, and they put big screens and it's showing like projections of the movies, it seems like. The trailer looks really neat. You can look that up. Um, I think this is just going to be really, I mean, I guess it seems an immersive experience. If you've done the Van Gogh thing, I've never done that. Looks cool. I, I've seen people do it. Um, this seems like it'll be very, very interesting. I'll definitely. They have a list of where they're going. They're coming to City New Year. Now, it's starting in Toronto. And here are all of the cities that they will be taking this immersive experience. You have Boston, Cleveland, Columbus, Ohio, Denver, Colorado, Detroit, Michigan, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, Minnesota, MN, right? I think I'm right. Nashville, Tennessee, San Antonio, Texas, and Toronto, Ontario, Canada. In Boston, Massachusetts, of course. And it's really interesting to me that they are doing this lighthouse immersive Disney animation immersive experience, but they're not doing it here 
in Orlando, Florida. That is, or even in California, it seems. So, um, I don't think that really makes sense, but you know where it would, you know where it would be fantastic. I am now that I'm thinking about it, they, they could probably set this up at Disney Springs at, and we all know at the, uh, what's the Halloween store (laughs) that's taken over the NBA thing. See, I don't even remember the name of it. They, that they could probably retrofit that into this immersive experience. That would be really cool. Now that I'm thinking about it, you guys don't, if anybody from engineering, imagineering is listening to me or anybody from immersive, uh, lighthouse immersive, you don't have to cut me a check. Just please let's, let's work on it. Bring it to Disney Springs and let me be the first one, a post park broadcast exclusive. That would be our first. So that would be really cool. You can go to DisneyImmersive.com if you live in any of those cities or you would like to travel to any of those cities and you can sign up for priority access to buy tickets. Uh, when tickets will go on sale, that is not clear. Um, you can sing along to your favorite songs, surround yourself in the world's music and stories of Disney animation, immerse yourself in uniquely Disney moments, and uh, shimmer and glow with the show. Light up technology included with VIP and premium tickets. You can even become a lighthouse influencer. That's cool. Do you enjoy unique experiences? Yeah. Do you like sharing your experiences on social media? Yeah, I do. Um, Yeah, looks cool. I would be down to try it. And I hope, you know, they change their mind and come a little closer to the actual parks in the States. But that looks very fun. So with all of that being said, I think I'm going to talk a little bit about Epcot's 40th, which I was live in attendance for in Intendance. Hmm. I was there in attendance. And when I say attendance, I really just mean there for the merch. <laughs> I didn't stay for any of the shows. I know they did something in like the American Pavilion. I think there was like some performance or something or, or the other. I believe there was also a special lighting thing that they did for the globe, the most beautiful girl on the earth. Um, but happy birthday. Happy belated birthday to again the most beautiful girl in school. And that is the Epcot ball. Um, I went for the merch. It's really nice when you get there. I had, I didn't have plans to go I'm being honest. I woke up and this was about like maybe a little bit before noon. And I saw, I started seeing pictures of people give out like having commemorative maps that they had and they were shiny. And I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's shiny and it's a commemorative map that's it. I need it. Like I have to have it. So I immediately got up, got ready, headed out over there, went to go get the commemorative map again. Very nice map. I I love it to death. Now it's maybe my favorite map ever. Probably it's so shiny. (laughs) Um, after that, uh, the other thing I had seen on Twitter was not only the map, but the line for the merchandise, which they were giving out in creations. They weren't giving out merchandise, you, you know, they were selling it there. So uh, that's what I wasn't looking forward to is that line. But thankfully, it wasn't as bad as it looked. It was definitely, it looked long. It wrapped around kind of where the Moana thing is. And in some instances, it would back up all the way to Imagination Pavilion. But when I got in there, it was a little bit closer to the creations, about maybe like halfway. And again, it looked bad but it really wasn't so just wait in line for like maybe an hour or or less got in there and 
I'm talking madness. And and this is why I am kind of upset that, again, I believe the Play Pavilion is dead. I think the Play Pavilion is no longer a thing. I don't think that's happening because we have heard absolutely nothing about the Play Pavilion ever since it was announced. And the reason I bring that up, and not only the Play Pavilion, but also the that beautiful building that was set to go in the middle of Epcot, like behind Spaceship Earth, uh, that thing, that beautiful, like it, it went up into the sky pretty much. And it was set to be like our new festival center. So I bring these two things up because I, I really don't get why they cut these things. Um, because we need a designated festival center. We need a designated space for merchandise of a certain festival or event that's going on that we're celebrating at Epcot. Uh, I really think we would benefit greatly from a just, again, designated space because the creations shop was absolute chaos. I mean, there are people crowding all over the place, uh, especially around the pins. Everybody was going crazy for the pins. I ended up getting a they had really cute things that I hope I haven't gone back to check to see if it was a just for October 1st or if it's going to be like for the rest of the year for Epcot's 40th. But they had special pins for each country in Epcot with a specific character on them. And I thought those were really adorable. Uh, again, proud Mexican here. So I went and got the one for Mexico, which has Coco on it. I also had a pin. I believe I got the one from American Adventure, which had, which had Mickey and Minnie on it. And I bought the Magic Band for the Epcot 40th. It's one of those that it's one of the new ones that lights up. That was, I bet, maybe the most expensive thing that was there. I think it was like 50 bucks. Um, but thankfully, kids don't ever forget number one rule. Anytime you go shopping or anywhere at Disney, make sure you show them your annual pass. So I got those three things. I bought a shirt and another pin that had Epcot and then October 1st, 2022 on it. Just to kind of, you know, remember the date and being there celebrating the event. Uh, but again, it was just so packed in there and there was only one entrance for the creation shop you if you want even if you weren't getting the merchandise for the 40th you had to get in line to get into the creation shop to get anything else um and that was kind of that was interesting that was very interesting so imagine like you don't even want any of the 40th merch you still have to wait in this long line just to get in there and get a cup or a plate or something like that. So I don't know. This is kind of why I'm against them cutting. And one, I'm against them cutting designated festival centers, uh, locations. And two, that building that they cut was just so beautiful. It was going to be this beautiful, like, like it, it just, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm sure you've seen the photo. It goes up you climb up and it's like in the sky pretty much it's above ground is how I can describe it, I guess. And that was apparently set to be our festival center, but unfortunately it got the ax after COVID very sad. And even just the wonders of Lock pavilion, that is another building that is such, I don't even know if you would say like such good history, but it's just one of those buildings that it's like it, you remember, if you remember Epcot the way it was, 
you remember the wonders of white pavilion and it's so sad that it's it's literally there it's not gone it's just that we haven't done anything with it and it's kind of like they want to block it off so that you can't even see it um they've remodeled the roof remodeled like repainted or something the roof about three times and still nothing's come of it so i just we we really need a designated festival center because it it just makes things it, it just makes sense you know so uh, aside from that the merchandise i thought was 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 pretty good i am not a uh what am i not a fan of i i don't mind spirit jerseys they had spirit jerseys they had this like button up that was white it had, it looked like someone had like crayons um bleed out on the bottom i i've seen people making fun of the shirt but i kind of didn't even mind it i thought it was pretty nice other than that they had a, a tumbler i i wasn't i'm not sure how many of those pieces of merchandise were only going to be available for the first or if they'll be there again like throughout the year for the rest of the 40th celebration but you know we'll see of course they did mention that epcot is going to be getting a new nighttime show um harmonious is uh this is another thing that we're unsure of is if the barges out in the lagoon are going to be taken down if they're going to be not destroyed you know but put back into the warehouses or wherever they keep all this stuff we you know and and if they do that's kind of it's kind of a big ouch because they spent a lot of money a lot of money they're uh sorry they're they spent a lot of money to make those things and people just didn't like that show <laughs> that nighttime show harmonious i don't think it's harmonious it's definitely not harmonious <laughs> but uh, and i don't know i don't know when we're getting that next one so you know we'll see and uh, i didn't watch any videos of the other shows or celebrations that they were doing for the 40th 40th but i'm sure they were fun especially the nighttime one where they light up the ball i still haven't oh, i did no, i did okay i was gonna say i haven't seen them light the ball up at night but i do remember being there at one time so all in all i can't really say too much about everything else that was offered for the 40th none of the cakes or anything like that but you know i i'm sure they were some sweet treats here and there and oh even before i even get off of that like the odyssey building again why the reason why i love the odyssey building it's and one of those buildings that i don't know if you could say it has a lot of history but it's one of those buildings that was there like from the beginning kind of you know and I love when they use the Odyssey either for a booth of some kind or they use it for a mini festival center as well. I wish we could, you know, if we're not going to open up Wonders of Life Pavilion as a festival center, then I think we should just keep using the Odyssey as our festival center. But, you know, I'm not in charge. Uh, you know, there are other people <laughs> that makes these decisions. So with that being said, you know, happy birthday, Epcot. Of course, I, I love you a lot my favorite park actually and even though it's magic kingdom's birthday as well you know we just celebrated the 40th and it was kind of forgettable but it's all about epcot now <laughs> and, well i guess with that being said it is time to bring this episode to a close thank you so much for listening i really appreciate it if you've made it all this way to the end uh if you want to follow us uh here are the shameless plugs again if you want to follow us keep up to date with what we're doing uh you can follow us on twitter at postpark 
Bcast. That's Twitter at PostParkBcast. Or you can follow us and watch our shenanigans on Instagram and TikTok at PostParkBroadcast. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully another great week of news. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. Uh, Until next time, uh, adios.